Happy Friday, everyone. In fact, it's more than just a happy Friday. Today is Good Friday, the Friday before Easter. Now, I'll say more about that in a moment, but first, let me just say I am glad you've joined us on this, the 16th episode of Face the Truth, coming to you from the Truth Church of Olathe, Kansas. I am so grateful that you're listening, and it's my prayer that today's podcast will minister to you and yours in some way. I have a lot of announcements to make, a lot of information to share, so please stay with me. Um, In fact, for those who will listen all the way to the end, I'm going to do my best to make this better than just Good Friday. I'm hoping to make it a great Friday for some of you. The next few minutes may be a bit tedious, uh, but the last few minutes should more than make up for it. So just keep listening. By now, many of you uh, have probably read or heard about the action taken by our state lawmakers in Topeka on Wednesday afternoon. If not, here's the abbreviated version. Our governor had put in place a statewide restriction on how many people could attend a church service. Um, The lawmakers then overturned her restriction and by doing that removed all limitations for churches except for the requirement of social distancing and sanitary procedures. Now, some of you may be thinking that that means we can go ahead and just start having church again as usual, but it's not quite as easy as that. There is still a question as to whether or not we are now bound by the county's uh, more restrictive measures. Um, They had sent out an email the day all of this happened and said that because uh, her executive order was overturned, then churches were fully exempt and could meet. The very next day, the county sent out another email implying that what they'd said the day before was not accurate and that those in the county are still bound by these really restrictive measures. So we don't know for sure exactly where we stand, but regardless of that, we are concerned about your health and safety. Remember, we put these things in place before churches were even uh, required to meet limitations by the state. We felt like after counsel, prayer, uh, getting information from our elders, that this was the best thing for the health and safety of our congregation. So whether or not we're under the county's restrictions, we're going to go ahead, at least for now, and maintain these Uh, same policies that we've had in place, um, continuing to limit the number of participants to 10 in any of the locations uh, where we are uh, providing service. Um, We're also going to maintain all the guidelines that have been put in place, and I trust that you understand. Now, we are still planning to have special Resurrection Sunday service this weekend at 2 o'clock in uh, the parking lot of the church. We are asking that you remain in your car at all times. The building is not going to be available, even for the use of the restrooms. 
You're not going to be able to have physical contact with anyone, but we are going to park the cars in such a way that you'll be able to see one another, smile at one another, wave at one another, and enjoy worshiping together for the first time in several weeks. We have already streamlined our service, cut things out so that uh, we can do our best to keep the service down to one hour maximum. And I know since we're not going to have the restrooms open, you will really appreciate that fact that we are being a little bit more brief in our service. Uh, Now, I'm excited about this service. I certainly hope you're planning to join us, if at all possible. I am asking, please, please, please get here early. Get here early. Those that come in late, it's going to make it very difficult on the the ones that are trying to help direct the parking. Um, So please don't wait until the last minute or later to show up. Please get here as early as possible. You're going to be able to sleep in Sunday morning. Anyhow, there's no reason why everybody can't be here. 1.30, if at all possible. I really would like to see some corporate prayer going on. Even though you're in individual cars, pre-service prayer going up from those cars before our Resurrection Sunday service begins. Uh, So please, please help us uh, in this. Also, if you don't feel comfortable in coming or if you're sick, please do not attend. We do still plan to offer the live stream just as we've always done. So that option will be available for those who are, are, uh, for any reason, not able to come and join us here at the parking lot of the church. For the rest of you, let's come together for the first time in several weeks, celebrate the fact that Jesus is alive, and let the city know, let the devil know, let the world know that Truth Church is alive and well. I do have to tell you, the weather report is calling for an 80% chance of rain on Sunday. And then they say the temperatures are going to start falling. They're going to fall below freezing. Snow is going to begin that evening. Would you please help me pray that all of that would hold off until well after our service is concluded? And I mean that, saints. I know the peace speaker. I know the master of the wind. I know the one who can say peace be still and the waves have to calm down. He controls everything. And if we'll join together in prayer, I'm telling you, God can hold off that bad weather. Let us have one good Easter Sunday service. And then if it wants to come in after we're done, that's fine. But help me pray. Help me pray. If for some reason, uh, we are not able to have service outside uh, because of the weather. Just know that we'll let you know as soon as we can. Uh, we are planning to wait until Sunday morning sometime to make that final call, but we are planning to uh, let you know sometime Sunday morning uh, whether or not we're going forward with the service. If you don't hear from us, come on to the church. Uh, Otherwise, we will let you know that we're going to have to move back inside. And if we do that, again, we have to limit crowd size. So there will be no need for you to come to the church that morning. You'll have to just listen online. One more thing that I need to say, and I know I'm taking a lot of time. Just bear with me. One more thing I need to bring to your attention. I just learned um, that the wife of Brother Sam Howard, uh, that is Bishop Gary Howard's brother, Brother Sam Howard has gone with me to Africa uh, on a number of occasions. 
uh, and his wife has actually been over there with us uh, once or twice. But Sister Lisa Howard has tested positive for COVID-19. She is um, experiencing a lot of difficulties right now. Uh, She is at home, but we need to pray for Sister Howard, pray that God heals her, and pray that this uh, virus does not spread to other members in their church. Uh, As far as I know right now, no one else in their church has it, but I did tell Brother Howard uh, today that our church would be praying for Sister Lisa Howard, and we're going to be believing that God's going to touch her and he's going to drive that plague away from their assembly. Now, I apologize for taking up so much time, especially since we haven't even discussed anything from the Scripture. But don't worry, I'm not planning to go into a 30-minute sermon like I did yesterday. Um, and, and by the way, I apologize for the quality of yesterday's broadcast. Uh, I recorded that actually at 1 o'clock in the morning, and I was extremely tired, and I could tell when I went back and listened to some of it today, uh, the sound of my voice. Tonight, I've been practicing some songs for Easter. My voice is kind of shot again. I apologize, but it is what it is. But I'm not planning to give you a 30-minute sermon like I did yesterday. I'm going to bring one thing that I want you to consider from the Scripture, and then I'm going to tell you what I want to do to make this go from being Good Friday to becoming a Great Friday for some of you. So let's talk about this. The fact is that this is traditionally called Good Friday. And, and that title was, was given to this date uh, by the Roman Catholic Church. Um, it is the Friday before Easter. And they call it that because they say that Jesus was crucified on the Friday before Easter. They base this on the fact that Mark, Luke, and John all mention Jesus dying, needing to have his body removed from the cross uh, because the Sabbath day was at hand. And Sabbath usually does refer to the time from 6 p.m. on Friday night until 6 p.m. Saturday night. That's what the Jews consider their Sabbath. Remember the book of Genesis, we've talked about this, uh, the evening and the morning were the first day. Here in America, we think morning and evening make up a day, but to the Jews, their days actually start the evening before. So uh, it was approaching Sabbath day. They had to get his body off the cross because at six o'clock, it was going to be Sabbath. And so knowing that Sabbath uh, generally refers to Saturday, uh, the, the, uh, the seventh day of the week. And so uh, the Catholic Church said that because his body had to come off the cross before the Sabbath, that means he had to, be, uh, he had to have died on a Friday. But there's a problem with that. And the problem begins with the fact that Jesus specifically stated the amount of time he was going to spend in the grave. In Matthew 12, verse 40, he refers to Jonah, and he says, just like Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights, he says this, the Son of Man is going to be in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights. Now, that's an exact quote, three days and three nights. 
So if you say that Jesus died on Friday, we've got a problem. Because Mark 16 and 9 is only one. All four of the Gospels actually say that Jesus rose on the first day of the week. So Mark 16 and 9 is just one example. And it says specifically, Jesus was risen early the first day of the week. So here's the problem. If he died on Friday and he's out of the grave on Sunday, how do you get three days and three nights out of that? There's Friday night, there's Saturday night, and then what? And, and I know some people, I've, I've had people tell me, well, you count part of the day Friday, all day Saturday, and part of the day Sunday, and that makes three days. Well, I, I don't agree with that, but even if we said that's true, he also said three nights, and there is no way you can get three nights between Friday and Sunday. It just doesn't work like that. So what then is the answer? Because the scripture does say that he died on the day before Sabbath and that when they went to the tomb on the first day of the week, he was already resurrected. So how do we, how do we rectify all of this? Well, let me tell you that the answer really comes when you go to the gospel of John. John chapter 19 and verse 31, the apostle John uh, says that this particular Sabbath was a high day. That's a quote, high day. So he identified this is not your normal Sabbath. You see, although it's true that most of the time when the Bible uses the word Sabbath, it refers to Saturday, but there were other Sabbath days in the Jewish calendar. They were also called a Sabbath or a rest day or a holiday, um, that, and they didn't fall on Saturday. And so John tells us that this particular Sabbath was a high day. It was different than other Sabbath days. And what we know is it was actually the day of the preparation. So it was the first day of the Feast of Passover. You can go into the Old Testament and find out the Feast of the Passover was to begin on the 15th day of the Hebrew month Nisan. And so in that month Nisan, the 15th day of the month was always the first day of Passover and was a high Sabbath. Now, I I hope I'm not confusing you in all this. Let's think of it this way. We celebrate Christmas on December 25th, but December 25th doesn't always fall on the same day of the week every year. Um, Last year, December 25th was on a Wednesday. This year, it's going to be on a Friday. So when the holiday is based on a date, then the day of the week can change. And that provides the missing piece that explains all of this to us. The Sabbath to which the gospel writers referred was not Saturday. It was not the normal Sabbath. It was a high Sabbath. It was the first day of Passover, the 15th of Nisan, which evidently, now get this, happened on a Wednesday, the year of the crucifixion. So follow with me. I hope I don't bore you in this. And you want to hang on for the end. So let me, let me try to explain all of this to you. But, but think of it this way. The Jews, as I said, 
figured their days beginning with the evening before. Now, the night, the night for the Jew was from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. The day then followed from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Are you with me? Night began at 6 p.m., lasted till 6 a.m., and then the day began 6 a.m., and lasted till 6 p.m. And for them, that night started what is to us the next day. So let's do the math. If Jesus was crucified on Wednesday, they got him into the tomb for that night, Wednesday night. 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., he's there Wednesday night. He's there all day Thursday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. He's there all night Thursday night, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. He's there all day Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. He's there all night Friday night, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. And all day Saturday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So this fits the scriptural requirements. He's there, follow with me, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. That's three nights. He's there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, There's three days. He was in the tomb three days, three nights. When he arose, the the first day of the week to the Jews actually began the evening that we would call Saturday night. That's actually their beginning of the first day of the week, their beginning of Sunday. And so when the ladies got there early that morning, they found the tomb already empty. And Jesus did indeed stay in the grave three days and three nights, exactly as he prophesied. So maybe we should start talking about Good Wednesday instead of Good Friday. But look, if all that confuses you, don't worry about it. Regardless of the day of the week when he was crucified, the important thing is he arose. He came forth victorious over death hell, and the grave. And because he lives, we too can have eternal life. Well, you did it. You stayed with me through the announcements, through the devotion, and now it's time to talk about your promised reward. Today, this day, marks the end of the third consecutive week of Face the Truth. Every Monday through Friday, and on one occasion, even a Saturday, for the last three weeks, I have sat behind this microphone and tried to bring you a word of encouragement, motivation, inspiration, or just shared the burden of my heart with you. It has been an enjoyable journey for me, and I sincerely hope that you've been enjoying it as well. To mark this occasion, I want to do a giveaway And I want you to participate. Now, a couple of days ago, I received a monetary blessing that was unexpected. It wasn't huge, or as the president might say, huge. Um, But it was a blessing to me nonetheless, totally unexpected. And then as I was getting ready, thinking about this podcast and what I was going to do today, The words of Jesus just came into my mind when he said, freely you have received, now freely give. 
And that's exactly what I want to do. Now, before I give you, before I give you any of the details, let me lay some ground rules, all right? Ground rules. Number one, while I appreciate all of those who are listening, and I found out the other night we've got at least one listener in Africa. So we, we've got listeners all over, and I appreciate every one of them. But please understand the burden of my heart is the people I'm privileged to pastor, and they're struggling right now. They're going through things right now. And so rule number one is I am limiting this particular opportunity to only the members of Truth Church. I'm sorry. I don't mean to disappoint you, the rest of you that are listening, but but I just felt like as pastor, I want to do something special for the people of this church. So rule number one, you got to be a part of the Truth Church. Rule number two, um, you must have listened to today's podcast without any encouragement or hints or suggestion from anyone else. And what I mean by that is, I don't want people listening to what I'm doing right now and, and then start calling their friends, texting their friends, say, hey, you better listen to the podcast. You need to get in on this. Pastor Riggins doing something. He's giving away something. Uh, I don't want them to tune in because of that. I want, to, I want to reward those that are listening of their own accord. You just chose to listen to this podcast today, and so... You're the ones that I really want to bless. And, and by the way, this is only available for this day on Friday, April the 10th. This is, if you hear this podcast later, it doesn't count. Friday, April the 10th, all right? So, so I just want to make that clear. Rule number one, you have to be a part of the true church. Those of you that are coming here regularly, you were coming prior to all of this. You were coming regularly. Anyhow, you consider this your home church. You are eligible, number one. Number two, you have to have listened to today's podcast of your own accord, not because someone told you there was a giveaway going on. Uh, if they told you to tune in for that reason, I'm sorry, um, but you're not you're not qualified at this point. I want to reward those that are just faithful listeners. Um, the rest of you, we, we may include you in something in the future. But, um, but to those who are here today of your own free will, I, I want to do something for you. Number three, you have to follow all of the instructions I'm about to give you completely. You have to follow these instructions completely. And number four, you have to listen all the way to the end of the podcast. Now, I know uh, I've said that we're towards the end. Uh, uh, there, there's kind of a joke among preachers. That was my first in closing. But we haven't closed yet. You're going to have to hear my final God bless uh, in, in this podcast before you qualify. All right? So that's the fourth and final thing. Number one, you have to consider Truth Church your home church. That's number one. Number two. Nobody can have told you there was a giveaway going on. You tuned in because you wanted to tune in. Number th uh, three, you have to follow every instruction I'm about to give you. Do it completely. And number four, you have to listen all the way to the end of the podcast. So don't start trying to win before the podcast concludes. If you do, you're going to miss some very important instructions about how you will collect your prize. 
that's going to be the last thing I say before I conclude. So you got to hang on to the end. Now, if you meet those four criteria, you should be ready to receive your blessing. There are going to be several recipients, so listen to everything I'm about to tell you. There are going to be specific words you will need to use in order to win. Let me repeat. You must use the specific words I'm going to tell you in order for you to win. So if necessary, grab a pen and paper now and take some notes. Here is the plan. Are you ready? This is bizarre. This is off the wall. I know. But I really felt this. I am going to give $50, to the first person who listens to this podcast in its entirety, that means all the way until it's over, and then texts or calls me and says these words, I've listened to every episode. I've listened to every episode. Those are the words you have to text or call. Now, let me, let me tell you, I don't want anybody telling fibs. So obviously, you're only going to qualify if you've heard every one of these 16 episodes. All right? So you got to be honest now. But if you can honestly say you have, then text me or call me and say the words, I've listened to every episode. The first person who does that is going to receive $50. Then I'm going to give $20 each to the first five people. You may have missed an episode or two. You, you know, you've, you've missed a few along the way, but you've been basically faithful about listening. If you'll text or call me and say these words, I've been listening. I've been listening. Text or call with those words. And if you're among the first five to do that, I'm going to give you $20 each. And last, I'm going to give $10 to each of the first five people, regardless of how frequently or infrequently you've listened, if you text or call me and say, I've heard you. I've heard you. Okay? So again, let me remind you, one of the qualifications, you've got to listen to the very end of the podcast. Don't start calling or texting yet because the podcast is not over. Now, in case you haven't figured that out, that's a total of $200 I'm going to be giving to 11 of our listeners. And by the way, I want to make this clear, this is not church money. I am not using church funds for any of this. This is coming from me directly. It's just a small token of my appreciation to the faithful saints of the Truth Church. Now, I know some of you are going to say, now, Pastor, I don't want to take your money. I, I don't want, but please, let, let me tell you this, and I mean this. I really mean it. I felt impressed about the blessing that I received. I felt impressed that I needed to share some of that blessing with the members of the Truth Church. And I think this is a good way to do it where no one can claim I've shown any favoritism or partiality. I didn't just go hand it out. I didn't choose who needed it most. I didn't do any of that. I, I, I'm giving it to those that have been faithful listeners. You have 
put forth the effort to come and listen to this podcast. Now, to, to the last group, maybe today's the only podcast you've heard in this whole series of 16. That's fine. You're here today, and I appreciate it. So, so let me do this. I, church, I'm telling you, honestly, I mean this as your pastor. I feel like, I really feel like in my heart, in my spirit, this is something I want to do for you. I believe this is a way, as your pastor, I can be just a little bit of a help to you right now as you're going through these times. It's not a lot. It's not a a gigantic amount, but I want to do it. And I believe that God will bless me for helping you. So could I put it this way? Before you just refuse the the money, before you just say, pastor, I don't want the money, I'm going to ask you, please, please don't take my blessing away. Please, saints of God, let me bless you Somebody blessed me this week. Let me bless you. Would you do that? Would you accept this gift from your pastor? I really want you to. Now, in order to collect your money, I am asking that those of you who have smartphones, you would please download an app. It's called Cash App. That's Cash App. It's C-A-S-H-A-P-P, Cash App, two words. Uh, On Google Play or um, the uh, Apple Store, whatever it's called, um, go on, on either Android or iOS systems. They've got the app available. It costs nothing to download, nothing to join. You have to set up an account. And you'll link like your debit card or something, a credit card, something to that account. And um, all it takes is your phone number or an email address. You can, you can set up an account. Now, if, for those of you who don't have apps on your phone, don't tune out yet. I'm going to still make a way for you. But this just makes it easier for me. Here's the thing. If you'll get this app... I can actually get this money to you immediately, and there's no cost. There are no fees for me to send it, no fees for you to receive it. That's the beautiful thing about Cash App. So if you'll just get the app, and then if if you win, I can send the money to you directly without any problems, and you'll have it immediately. If you don't have apps on your phone, you don't have a smartphone, Unfortunately, this is not available on the computer. Uh, It's only by phone or or mobile device. But if you don't do that, if you don't have a phone or tablet, then that's fine. You still call, you still text, whatever. Let me know. I'll find a way. We'll get the money to you because I do want everybody to participate. And again, please, I feel like if you don't try, you're robbing me of a blessing. And I will tell you this, if you feel like you don't need it, then why don't you take it and give it to somebody else? Pass it on. Pay it forward, they say today. Do something. Give it on to somebody else. Turn around and be a blessing to somebody else. Do what I'm doing. Share it with others during this time. So so please participate in this. And I know it means my phone's going to be blowing up in just a few moments because we're not finished yet and you got to listen to the end. Um, but, but, uh, uh, listen all the way to the end and, and, and please, please participate in this. Please reach out to me and contact me. 
So let me go over the phrases again, the associated amounts, just one more time. First of all, if you've heard every episode, and, and again, look, I'm not picky about it. If you think you've heard every episode, all right, if you feel pretty confident you've heard every episode, you may be sitting there thinking, well, I'm not sure if I have or haven't. But if you feel pretty confident you have, that's fine with me. Um, then I want you to call or text with the words, I've listened to every episode. I've listened to every episode. If you will call me with those words, I've listened to every episode, then the first one to do so gets $50. If you know that you've missed several episodes or a few episodes, um, then, then call or text with the words, I've been listening. I've been listening. And the first five to do that will each get $20. And then for everybody else, if this is the only time you've listened or you've just listened sporadically, everybody else that's listening right now, you can call or text with the words, I've heard you. I've heard you. And the first five that do that will get $10 each. Now, let me just, again, offer a little clarification. Let's say that you're not the first one who sends the words, I've heard every episode. Or, I'm sorry, I've listened to every episode. Let's say that you're not the first one to get that to me because only the first is going to get $50. If you're the second one that gets that to me, I'm going to include you in that second group. So you're still going to be a part of, of having the possibility of, of getting it. And same thing for those in the second. Um, if, if you send me a text or call and say, I've been listening, but you're not among the first five, maybe you're number six or number seven, I'm going to put you into the group of that five that, that will qualify for the $10 gift. So I hope all that makes sense. Just send what, um, what fits you and fits your category one of those three phrases, I've listened to every episode, I've been listening, or I've heard you. One of those three episodes, send that by text or call me. We'll put you into this, and hopefully uh, you'll be among those that win one of these prizes. And again, saints, please participate. Let me get this blessing. Please let me. You all have blessed me over and over and over again. Let me bless you this one time. Well, I hope Good Friday becomes a great Friday for many of you. I hope to see you on Sunday, and until next time, God bless.